1: What is up, everyone? Welcome to another edition of The Morning Grind. I am Grant Nefer. I'm taking over for Stevie. He is still on vacation. He'll still be on vacation tomorrow, just in case you're worried you're stuck with me again. But that doesn't matter. We got a nice little eight-game slate and three-game slate. We're going to be breaking down both of them. I am joined by Christy. I can't... I, I don't know how to say your last name. Metzger. Okay, it was exactly like I thought it was. I was. <laughs> I always get so confused if I'm going to say someone's <laughs> last name's right. and I you know. always go off of screen names I have so many people in this industry I still have no idea what their actual names are <laughs> but yeah how are you doing
2: I'm doing good yeah um good to do the show with you it's been a while since I guess we haven't ever done a morning grind one so it'll be good to break down the slate with you
1: yeah well we got we got technically two of them we'll probably cruise through the three-game slate but we've got an eight-game slate to start off you ready to get going let's do it All right, let's start off with the first game of the slate. It appears it's going to be a seven-game slate. We're recording this the night before. So just the news came out about an hour ago or so uh, that it's going to be a doubleheader tomorrow for the Mets. But they look like their first game's on the slate, and it's probably going to be a seven-inning game. So we'll just go ahead and get started with that. we got Fed going up against Williams, eight-and-a-half total. That could end up dropping down because it is the seven-innings game now. But we'll get started off with Fed here. Any interest in him going up against the Mets?
2: No, I don't, you know, I mean, it's a seven inning game, like we said, but even if it was different, I just don't have a lot of interest in, in a guy like him, he has a high ERA 5.15 ERA. Um, You know, he, yeah, he, he just struggles too much for me to, there's a lot of other good pitchers on the slate to consider.
1: Yeah. I mean, the price tag is interesting, but realistically, he's just not a great pitcher, not a huge strikeout pitcher, just not good overall. This Mets team is now that they're healthy, pretty darn stacked. I don't see him really putting up a winning score. What about Williams over on the other side?
2: Um, yeah, I don't have any interest in Williams either. Um, let's see. They just kind of recalled him. So he is, um, you know, kind of back at it. He's, I don't know. He can have some good games in there, but um, definitely on a slate like this, I don't have a ton of interest in Williams.
1: Yeah, he's been good at time or two um, more in the past than he is now, but really just a low average pitcher. It is a good matchup going up against the Nationals, but, still not a guy that i'm fully considering on this slate i think i'm gonna to have to pass on him too these nationals bats any interest in them in this 7 in game like
2: yeah you know yeah it's pretty tough to do that on a 7 in game and especially like a guy like juan soto too you know he's priced up at 5600 um so it's pretty hard to do that so i really don't have a ton of interest in in this um in the nationals lineup
1: yeah, I mean, a 7 in game it just makes it far too tough, and you're paying full price with Soto. Like, Bell is cheap, and if you need a one-off power bat, like, there, you should come in fairly low-owned. So there are worse things you can do, but it's really not a great hitting ballpark. It is going to be 90 degrees, which definitely does help, but I think I'm right there with you. I think I'm out on the Nationals. What about over there on the other side of the Mets, who are just super cheap? I know it's a 7 in game, but some of these price tags make things a little bit interesting.
2: Yeah, I know that is the one thing that is a little attractive, like you said, we I mean, even Pete Alonzo at, at 4,100, um, but otherwise all the rest of the guys are really, really cheap. You know, you look at um, Conforto and um, McNeil and, and some of those, in Nemo too, you know, 3,500. So, you know, I can see it if you maybe needed to save some money, but again, like we said, in seven inning games, it's pretty tough to, to go to those guys when you're when you're losing a couple of innings.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think the one guy that I would play is Pete Alonzo as a one-off. He's 4.1K. Like, even though you're only getting seven innings, potentially six innings out of him, he's going to come in at low own because of the game. Like, he can easily hit a bomb. He can hit two bombs in sounding feds. and really not a big strikeout guy, so the ball's going to be put in play a decent amount, and he just hammers it. I have interest in Alonzo. I think he's one of the better tournament plays on the site in a 7 game just because that price tag when you're getting at low ownership, too. But that's really it for me. I don't think I can go with any of these other Mets bats. I mean, it makes sense to possibly stack them in GBP. But if they're doing that well, they're only going six innings. Like, it's pretty much a guarantee that if they're putting up big numbers then they're only going six innings, that's just not enough to get it done. So I think Alonso is a one-off. It's probably the best way to go, in my opinion. But let's move on to a more interesting game that's going to go a full amount. We got Wade LeBlanc going up against Baker, Nine and a half total. Cardinals versus Pirates. Any interest in LeBlanc? Uh,
2: no, I don't have any interest in LeBlanc. Um, you know, he is someone that has really struggled too. And even though he's going up against the Pirates, um, I still just don't have a ton of interest in playing him.
1: Yeah, no, he's just horrible. I, I, I think mm-hmm. you can safely assume on my side of things that I will not play a single lefty on... <laughs> On the Cardinals, the rest of the season, even on a small slate, I'm not doing it. LeBlanc's right there with it. He's just been terrible. Six exorcists at the beginning of last season. Just a bad overall pitcher. I don't know what the Cardinals are thinking. I don't understand them at all, but I have no interest in LeBlanc. What about Brubaker on the other side? He's shown a decent amount of strikeout ability this season. Probably an average pitcher. The Cardinals aren't great. It is good hitting weather, but it's not a great hitting ballpark. Any interest in Brubaker?
2: You know, I've played him a little bit this year, kind of depending on the matchups. Um, he is priced up a little bit at, at 8200 I don't have a ton of interest in him, even though, you know, the Cardinals have struggled um, at times. Um, I still think there's some better pitching plays that we'll get to in a little bit that I have more interest, especially, I mean, there's a couple in the mid-tier too. So I don't, I think I'm going to stay away from Bubaker tomorrow.
1: Yeah. That 8.2K price tag is probably just a little bit too high. Cardinals aren't really the Best hitting team in the world, but Brubaker's just an average overall pitcher. So I don't think that you can pay that price tag on the slate. I'm probably out on him too. Um, St. Louis Bats.
2: You know, there are some St. Louis Bats that I think are kind of interesting. You know, Dylan Carlson, um, he's 3,100. He's been uh, playing really really well. Tyler O'Neill's at 3600. You know, so there's some of those bats and Tommy Edmund 3300. Depending where he's at in the lineup, um, they're cheap enough where I definitely would have some interest and in maybe as a as a secondary stack if you're looking to get another um, you know higher price stack in there. I don't mind some of those St. Louis bats.
1: Yeah, I generally tend to target lefties more against Brubaker than righties. They're giving up a bit more fly balls, giving up some hard contact. Over a 200 iso, so I do like that Carlson call quite a bit. And if you're going with righties, you generally want to target the guys that get fly balls because Brubaker is more of a ground ball guy going up against righties. So gives up a ton of hard contact. So taking guys like – I don't generally play Goldschmidt or Arnato too much, but both of them pretty extreme fly ball hitting righties. No O'Neill's just always far too cheap, seems like every single slate at 3600. So I don't mind those four bats. Yeah. If Edmonds gets a decent hitting spot, I, I could see playing him, but yeah. I'm kind of right there with you on Carlson and O'Neill. I think yeah. that they're pretty solid overall plays. What about the Pittsburgh bats on the other side?
2: Yeah. And I could see, you know, we don't like LeBlanc, uh, like we mentioned, and I rarely, rarely, rarely stack Pittsburgh, but I think you could definitely, I mean, they're cheap enough to, um Brian Hayes uh at 4k but then the rest of them they're 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 dirt cheap really um Stallings Reynolds I mean they're all under 4k so they they make a really cheap stack and going up against a pretty poor pitcher in LeBlanc um yeah certainly have some interest
1: yeah I think that Pittsburgh is going to be one of the sneaker stacks in this land no one really likes to target them but LeBlanc has been so bad
2: he's terrible yeah
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's just it's just awful. I mean, his numbers versus righties too. Like he doesn't do anything well. He limits fly balls a very small amount, but you got guys like Brian Hayes who can absolutely hit out of the ballpark. Reynolds has been fantastic this season and is super cheap. And then everyone else is just under three K. Like there's not a you can make this stack work, and there's some pitching that I want to pay up for that I think I'm gonna end up with quite a few Pittsburgh stacks on the slate, mostly centered around Hayes and Reynolds, and then just throwing in whoever works. I think one of the best ways to build some of your lineups is throwing Hayes, throwing Reynolds, and then throwing four bats, five bats from another team. And whatever guy fits afterwards is kind of just what you end up going with because it really doesn't matter which one of these guys you choose because they're all just cheap and none of them are really that great.
2: Exactly. Yep. Nope. I totally agree with you on that.
1: All right, let's move on to the next game here. we got the Dodgers going up against the Phillies. It looks like they're calling up Mitch White. He's maybe going to be a long relief guy, maybe going to be the opener. Maybe it's just going to be a full-on bullpen game. I don't know, but as of the moment, it looks like it's Mitch White pitching going up against Ranger Suarez. Nine and a half total here. Let's start off with the Dodgers here. I'm guessing we're not going with White.
2: Yeah, no, but I don't have any interest in White. Yeah. Um... Yeah, too many other pitchers to to target, so I'm not going to mess around there.
1: Yeah, what about Ranger Suarez over on the other side?
2: Yeah, I don't have any interest. I mean, I have interest in in stacking against him. Um, the Dodgers just have such a loaded lineup right now.
1: Yeah, no, I don't play anyone versus the Dodgers. It's just that simple. I mean, Suarez has been pretty solid in so far this year. Um, don't know how late I'll end up going in the game, but I I don't play anyone against the Dodgers. What Dodgers <laughs> bats are you targeting?
2: You know, it's just, it's just kind of fun to target the Dodgers. Now, I mean, with Trey Turner in that lineup, you know, leading off, um, love Turner, Muncie Smith, you know, Seeger. I know Betts is out now for a little while, but like even Bellinger tonight, he hit a home run tonight. I think he's going to start to heat up here. He's been priced way too low. He's way too talented, even though it's a lefty going up against a lefty, you have a ton of interest in him. And then yeah, Pollock and Taylor, I mean, kind of that one through seven, I think any of those plays in there are a great place.
1: Yeah. And it's, it's pretty darn hard to figure out which Dodgers to play. Um, Yeah. They're all, they're all very good. Like they're all very good. Bellinger has been the worst, but yeah, just did hit a bomb tonight, but yeah, the one through four can't go wrong. And anyone else you're more like, you're not sacrificing much and they're going to, they're always priced up. So they're going to come in at lower ownership anyways. So yeah, pretty much everyone.
2: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. You can, and you can really get different in tournaments by even, you know, stacking four through seven or something like that to get different. But yeah, you're exactly right. It's hard to know who to choose for the Dodgers.
1: Yep. Yeah. yeah. It's always interesting. What about over on the other side with a bullpen game going up against Phillies?
2: Yeah. I mean, I don't have, there's other stacks I like. I mean, I could see where you could maybe make a case to do so, but um, there's just other stacks I like. So I'm probably not targeting a lot of the Phillies tonight.
1: Yeah, I think I'm out on pretty much all of them. It's going to be a bullpen game and not paying too much attention to handedness, but Dodgers have a pretty solid bullpen, and none of these guys are really that cheap. I mean, everyone's kind of priced about where they should be. So a bullpen game is not something I generally like to target too many guys unless it's just a bad bullpen, and that's really not the case here. So I'm kind of just full-on out on the Phillies. Let's just go on to the next game here. we got a fun one, Oakland going up against Cleveland. Bassett going up against Morgan 10 total here going to be hot over in Cleveland. Let's start off with Bassett here. One of the top or one of the most expensive guys on the slate. You still have interest in him?
2: Um, I do. Yeah, he is. Yeah. He's priced up there. He's at 10 K. He's really getting up there. Um, You know, Cleveland's been playing a little bit better with You know, you've got Ramirez and Reyes that are, you know, some tough outs there, but yeah, I do have interest in him. Um, I think he makes a, makes a fine play up top. He has good strikeout upside and uh, definitely makes some sense for a higher price pitcher.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, I think Bassett's right up there. He's not my favorite spend up on the slate, but I plan on double barreling pitching quite a bit on the slate. So yeah. get a lot of low price stacks, which we'll get to pretty soon, but Bassett's definitely up there. Like his overall season numbers aren't fantastic, but over the last month, he's been pretty solid, sitting around the 3.5 x XFIP K rate. He's just been good over the last month. And I know that he's playing away from Oakland, but yeah, this Cleveland lineup, it has been a little bit better recently, but not really afraid of too many bats in this lineup outside of Ramirez and Reyes. Like that's really it. And even Reyes is a pretty high strikeout bat. So this is just a high strikeout lineup here. I can see a pretty big amount of upside. I can go bad because of the weather, but yeah. Yeah. What about on the other side with Eli Morgan?
2: You know, um, his prices, you know, he's 8,500. Now I have played him a little bit this year when his price was lower. He's priced up where I don't have a ton of interest. You know, the A's since they've added Starling Marte to their lineup. I mean, they just, they've got a pretty good lineup. I mean, Matt Olson is always, always smashes, you know, you've got him and Marte and Mark Kana Lowry. I mean, they've got a pretty, um, you know, pretty talented top of the order there. So, uh, more interest in, in those bats there. And so not a lot of interest in Eli Morgan for me.
1: Yeah, absolutely. None on my part. I know that he's a solid enough strikeout pitcher, awesome. but he yeah. just gives up so much fly balls and so much hard contact. This is a perfect spot for the A's. So you're targeting them.
2: Yeah, I do like those. I mean, they have a nice, nice run total um, like you said, the weather is really good. It's projected, you know, 90 degrees, um, quite a bit of humidity, got some wind there. So yeah, I think it's a, I think it's a good stack to target.
1: Yeah. you know, I'm right there with you. I mean, Olsen and Marte are two of the top spend ups on the entire slate. Exactly. Lowry is just too cheap. Harrison, if he's in the lineup too cheap, you, you can go with almost anyone in this yes. lineup outside of Andres, who i never will play again because <laughs> never once worked out well. I don't no. know why <laughs> <laughs> it, he always occupies a shortstop spot and he always ends up yes. like running optimizer and he gets run in there and then later on i'm like oh this is a great oh never mind Andres is in there this is a horrible lineup <laughs> no, yeah it's just you. it's it's so tough playing in but yeah right there with you on these A's bats absolutely fantastic spot what about cleveland over on the other side
2: um the only two bats that you know you could make a case for, like you said, they're still pretty, uh, they have a pretty high strikeout upside as a team, as a whole, you know, Jose Ramirez and Fran Mill Reyes are always options, but you really have to pay for them. And Jose is, you know, 5,800, and Reyes is 5,500. So going against Bassett. No, I mean, there's a lot of other plays that like you even mentioned Pete Alonso makes a great tournament play at his price point. So not a lot of interest um, in any of the Cleveland bats.
1: Yeah, no, it's just far too tough to pay those price tags against a near elite pitcher. Um, so, yeah, no interest in these Cleveland bats. Let's move on to the next game. Here we got Milwaukee going up against the Cubs. We have no total for this game right now, as is pretty often in any game in Chicago. Don't know where the wind's gonna be at. Projected for nine miles an hour wind um, tomorrow today, but. Who knows what will end up happening. We'll kind of figure that out. It's projected to be good hitting weather regardless, because it's going to be 88 and 70, 70% humidity. So we'll see. But let's just start off here. Woodruff going up against, who is it? Why don't I have this pulled up here? It's not showing up. I can't remember. Hendricks. Hendricks was the one. Yep. Yeah. I'm just stalling for time. Uh, let's start off here with Woodruff going up against this terrible Cubs lineup. Any interest in him?
2: Yeah. Uh, Woodruff is, is a great play. He's one of those really great spend-ups. Um, he just grades out really well as a pitcher this year. He has a 30.1% uh, K rate, um, 2.23 ERA, um, low walk rate as well. So um, definitely, have, definitely have interest in him. Like you said, the, the Cubs, after trading away a lot of their great players, it's very, very watered down. Um, so I think he makes a great spend up.
1: Yeah, no, absolutely. He's my top pitcher, honestly, like by a decent margin. I know that's not going to be great uh, pitching weather but that doesn't really matter if you can't put the ball in play I mean look at Corbin Burns tonight game's mm-hmm. still going on but he's got 14 strikeouts through seven
2: exactly. exactly
1: yeah I mean Woodruff is similarly good pitcher and this Cubs lineup is just outside of Contreras really just bad it's just bad all the way up and okay. down yeah 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 Woodruff top spend up on the slate uh, what about yeah. Hendricks over on the other side
2: um, I don't have any interest in Hendricks. Um, you know, Milwaukee has been playing, um, very, very well. I mean, they're playing great again tonight. Um, definitely have a strong lineup since ask, since adding Escobar too. I mean, you've got Colton Wong, Adamas, Yellich, Escobar. Um, so they've got a pretty good lineup there. So, um, I don't have any interest in playing Hendricks.
1: Yeah. No interest in this weather, unless for some reason the winds start blowing in tomorrow right. I'm fully out on Hendricks. Um, what about these Milwaukee bats?
2: Yeah, I, I think, um, you know, even going up against Hendricks, I, I certainly have interest. Um, I like Wong, I like Adamas, Yellich, Escobar, mostly the top of the order. Um, you could throw in Tellies or Navaras too, a couple more left-handed bats. So certainly have interest.
1: Yeah, I mean, they're a little bit expensive. They're going to be tough to double-barrel pitching, but there's yeah. enough cheap stacks outside of it that I'm right there with you. I mean, we'll wait and see what the weather ends up, and just like that, Andres hits a home run. Wow. Um,
2: <laughs> okay, that's too was, weird. that was
1: a heck of a mush play. Um, yeah, like I'm right there with you, it's just tough to spend up on him. I mean, Garcia got pinch hit for before he even went to bat, I think, today. So, who knows if he'll end up being in the lineup. But Tella is going up against hendrix hendrix is a guy that is a lot worse versus lefties than he is versus righties. Look at all his numbers on the season. This is just a team stacked with lefties. So, Navarrez, Escobar, Yelich, Wong rowdy all the guys that I would target but you can really play anyone in this lineup and I wouldn't argue especially if the weather is going to end up how I think it's going to end up what about over on the other side with Chicago
2: um yeah no interest in Chicago at all like you said I mean we love Woodruff he's our you know favorite play one of our favorite pitching plays on the slate so definitely no interest I mean they're they're dirt cheap if you really want to take a flyer but not for me
1: yep fully out on them let's move on to the next game here we got Detroit going up against Baltimore. It looks like an 11 over under in this game. Manning going up against Means. Let's start off with Manning. Any interest? No,
2: I don't have any interest in him. Um, I mean, he is, uh, you know, priced uh, pretty cheap. He's down there, what is he, 5,300 or so. Um, but he's, yeah, he's just not someone that I have interest in.
1: Yeah, he's hot trash. I'm not him <laughs> at all. He's just yeah, absolutely, Raiders don't Raiders. know how he is so bad compared to his AAA numbers, but <laughs> it just keeps continuing. It's absolutely ridiculous. What about John Means over on the other side?
2: You know, John Means is interesting. I wish he wasn't priced quite as high as 9,200. I used him the last outing. Um thought he was interesting. You know, going up against Detroit, I could see making a case for him. Um, you know, I think he's priced a little bit too high to target him a ton, but I, I could see where you could use him in GPPs.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think you can make the argument for it, but that weather it's going to be 93 degrees, that yeah. ballpark. Yeah it's, yeah. it's it's just, hot for tomorrow. yeah, it's so tough to stomach that price tag. I, I don't think I'm going to do it. Um, I am definitely not going to do it. Uh, what about these Detroit bats?
2: Yeah, exactly. Like you said, it's hot and everything too. Detroit has been playing, you know, they can, I mean, they're, they're pretty scrappy at times almost, you know, kind of like the, Giants they can really string together some games and so I mean I think you could you could certainly you know as much as means is interesting maybe for GPPs you know Detroit is also interesting for a stack they have 5.2 run total there um, you know got Grossman and Scope and Candelaria and Cabrera I think he had a home run tonight too and and even Haas so I mean they have a pretty decent lineup there and you you know they're priced pretty cheaply uh, most of them are so I think you could they'd make an interesting second, second tier stack.
1: Yeah. I really like both teams on this side. I like Detroit. I mean, Haas has been fantastic pretty much the entire season. It's going up against the lefty and yes, he's been a solid lefty for most of the season, but still gives up a ton of fly balls, ton of hard contact to righties. So I'm targeting those guys, especially since he's not a huge strikeout pitcher to righties so far this season, but scope Grossman, Haas, like, and then throw in anyone else you like. Like, I'm not going to argue with anyone in this lineup. Miggy, Kate has been playing better over the last month, but anyone in this lineup is entirely fine. I'll play all of them. And same thing over with this Baltimore lineup. I love everyone's prices. Preface that I always stack Baltimore, and it goes terribly sometime. Like, tonight, I'm losing all my money because I went close to all-in on Baltimore. Horrible move, but... <laughs> I'm going right back to the well. Manning is absolutely horrible. Manning is just bad. He is not doing anything well since he's been in the majors, striking out 11% of hitters, not walking a ton, but almost a 6x fip. And what you want with Baltimore is going is to go up against a low strikeout pitcher because you got Hayes at a very cheap price tag, who's been very solid this season. Mullins is an all star. Mancini is he an all star. Santander yep. is 2,600. DJ Stewart, if he's in the laps, 23. Severino is pretty cheap like play almost everyone but mostly go with those guys that I mentioned
2: what well, I couldn't agree more and it's funny because I've probably pl- played Cedric Mullins just even as a one off more this year I mean he is he is so good and I don't think people realize like you said he's an all star he is a great player if you look at his numbers he ranks right up there in the top 10 over I mean all the batters in the major league so yeah he's fantastic he's only 4600. Um, Mancini like you said Santander and Hayes 2600 2700 um DJ Stewart if he's maybe batting five or six at 2300 um yeah like you said they make a great stack and a lot of power up and down that lineup and a lot of potential for some home runs
1: nice all right glad to see we're in agreement I I was I was going to play Baltimore regardless but I always like hearing someone else agree with me or else when they put up a zero I feel dumb
2: No, they are a great slate. You know, I mean, what, 5.91 total, too, so they're right
1: up there. Yeah, Vegas is strongly in agreement with me. They could end up being chalky, but so many people are just off the Baltimore bats all the time because they think they're terrible, which is why I end up playing them every night because that was coming at far (laughs) too low ownership. But let's move on to the next game here. We got Texas going up against Seattle. We got Marco Gonzalez versus versus Fulton Evich. Eight and a half total here. Let's start off with Fulty. Any interest in him?
2: I don't. I mean, I know there's times where you can, you know, potentially use him as a as a cheap value, but I really don't. I mean, I would actually prefer to, to stack against him. So I'm, I'm kind of out on him.
1: Fully agree. No interest in him. Marco Gonzalez on the other side. Any interest in him versus this I- terrible
2: Uh, Yeah, I actually do, you know, with, with Joey Gallo now at the Yankees, um, you know, I've played Marco Gonzalez a little bit this year. I mean, kind of waiting for, for the right matchups, but at 6,700, absolutely going up a Texas lineup that strikes out one of the most in the major league. um, I mean, you just kind of look at their lineup and there's just a lot of names that um, haven't even played much of the year. DJ Peters, Jason Martin, Curtis Terry. um, They've just got a whole different lineup look there. So um, definitely interested in using Mark, Marco Gonzalez, and and uh, no interest in Texas.
1: Yeah, by process of elimination, I have a lot of interest in Gonzalez. I haven't liked a single pitcher under ten grand on this yeah. entire slate. Right. So I think I might not play a lot on this slate just because I have interest in three pitchers. My play, pitcher pool will be three pitchers. That's it. It's going <laughs> to be Bassett, it's Woodruff, it's Gonzalez. Those are the only guys that, that is- I'm playing.
2: We are, we are pretty darn near p- close to agreement on that. I As I looked at the slate tonight, too, and was kind of studying it out, I thought it's going to be a pretty tight pitching pool, and I couldn't agree more.
1: Which is also ridiculous because the three late games have fantastic pitching. It's, yep. Yeah, it's so weird. We'll yeah. get to that soon enough, but I have no interest in Texas bats. You said you had some interest in Seattle?
2: Yeah, I always said you know, Seattle's one of those teams. They're kind of like the Dodgers where – you know, they're, they they usually play a little bit later. Um, they always get overlooked, but you know, I love, I love Kyle Seeger. I like his price. I think he's even a great one-off um, Mitch Hanager, Um, you know, and a guy that I've used a little bit too is clinic. You know, he's one of their top prospects. I know he's always batting low in the order um, or batting high in the order, like at eight or nine or so. And, but he's 2300. So, I mean, I, I have some interest in those guys and, certainly think they make a good tournament tournament
1: play yeah i mean i've been stacking seattle and baltimore for months now and it's worked out a lot of times it will go terribly yeah. some other times but
2: yep yeah. yeah
1: it's just it's just the way that like no one wants to play them because they just think they're bad but fraley has been crushing the ball nice. Kelley, yeah he's like you Kelley's said he's a great, great prospect yes he yeah and then hanniger and Seeger, obviously all-stars pretty much like their Steven overall numbers Rocker. are
2: great yeah. And even Crawford has been doing well too. I mean, there's, yeah, there's just a lot of good players to like in the lineup and yeah, we'll, we'll keep playing them then and we'll always come in at lower ownership than they should. So.
1: Yeah. All right. Let's get to the last game of this slate and then we'll break down the three game slate real quickly. we got Tampa Bay going up against Boston. We have, who is it? Um, Rasmussen, Rasmussen. And,
2: yep. and
1: yeah. Yeah. Just making sure I had that down. Right. So 10 total here. Let's start off with Rasmussen. Any interest in him against Boston in 90 degree weather?
2: Uh, No, not at all. And if you've seen what Boston's doing tonight, uh, yeah, no interest. I mean, they've got obviously a pretty darn great lineup and uh, no interest in Rasmussen for me.
1: Yeah. What about the other side with Houck?
2: Nope. I don't have any interest there either. Um, You know, I mean, I think. Uh, with Tampa Bay now adding Nelson Cruz, their lineup has gotten a little bit better too. Um, I'm a twins fan. So was obviously very sorry to see him go, but um, yeah, no interest in either pitcher for me.
1: Yeah. uh, I can't, I can't do it in Fenway in 90 degree weather. It's just, the ball is going to be flying all over the
2: place. Yeah, it is.
1: There's a reason why there's a 10 total here. Let's go to the bats. Then what about, what do you think of Tampa Bay in this spot?
2: Yeah, I, I think Tampa Bay is fine. You know the Vegas total, you know five point two run total there. Um, you know I have interest in mostly the top of the order, like you know Lau, Choi, Cruz, Meadows, and Wander Franco. I mean I think any of those guys, you know, make fine stack plays. Um, you know they're priced up a bit. I know Meadows and Franco are now forty eight hundred. Cruz is forty nine hundred, but um, I certainly think you can you could use them as a stack today.
1: Yeah, I'm going to kind of wait and see where ownership's projected at. Uh, Being a later game off of a morning slate, we might not get the um, whatever it's called, the lineups before lock ends up happening. So that'll definitely make it a little bit more interesting. I may end up being on them more than I planned just because of that. Um, But that's something I'm definitely going to watch out for, see where ownership's at, see where uh, if the lineup's out before lock, and that could pretty much determine things for me. But as of right now, if they're going to be heavily owned, I'm out. If they're not going to be heavily owned, or if we don't get the lineup, then I'm probably going to be in on those exact guys you were talking about. Uh, what about over on the other side with Boston?
2: Yeah. So for Boston, I mean, you know, kind of looking at the top six of the order there, uh, you know, you got Kiki Hernandez. Um, we've got Duran pro- projected to, you know, bat second tomorrow. Bogarts, Deverts, JD. Renfro has been just absolutely smashing the last, um, a couple weeks or so. So he's a great play. He's only like $3,700. I mean, which is just crazy to me. So yeah, there's a lot to like in that Boston lineup. And like you said, the weather conditions are perfect. It's going to be hot. The humidity's high. Um, just a great environment for hitting.
1: Yeah. And Rasmussen is not great. He's not terrible. He's just kind of a middle of the road pitcher. Gets a little bit wild, gives up hard contact, which is perfect for Boston here. So I'm, yeah, I'm pretty much in with everyone. Renfro would probably be my favorite 3700 but I'll play Bogarts I'll play Devers I'll play JD I'll play Kike I'll play anyone in this lineup they're just absolutely hammering the ball but that is sorry what are you saying
2: no I yep I totally agree with you on that yep
1: yeah but that that's the that's the main slate there we're going to go through the three game slate real quickly here Start off with the first game. we got the Blue Jays going up against the Angels. We have an eight-and-a-half total here. Berrios versus Otani. Again, pitchers, pitchers, I wish were on the main slate. Let's yeah. start off with Berrios. Any interest in him?
2: Um, I do like Berrios. Um, you know, again, Twins fan, so figured he was probably going to be traded away, and, I mean, he landed in a good spot in Toronto. Um I think you know, yeah. I think he's a he's a very good play on this slate and probably one of the better pitching options, actually.
1: Yeah, no, I think he's number two as a spend up for me on this slate. Um, just probably one of the better matchups on the board yep. outside of Webb and uh, Darvish, but he's just he's good. And the Angels, like, really not much too much to worry about outside of Otani. What about Otani on the other side in a high strikeout matchup?
2: Yeah, exactly. I don't have as much interest in Otani. I mean, I have a lot of respect for the for the Blue Jays bats. Um, I mean, they've just been so strong this year. So I think there's I mean, I like Barrios, and there's, you know, um, I think as we get to the next game, there's another pitcher I like, too. So not as much Otani for me. More looking on at the Toronto side of it.
1: Yeah, no, I, I this will be interesting. It's a three game slate. So it's always good to go off the board. I don't think a lot of people are going to play Otani because of it's against the Blue Jays. But I strike out matchup, I meant that Otani strikes out a lot of guys. Um, it's such a tough lineup, and it's only a three game slate on a 10 game slate. I probably wouldn't consider it. I'm going to wait and see where ownership projections are put at for RG, but if he's projected to be low owned and no one's really talking about him, like he strikes out righties at a pretty heavy clip. There's a righty heavy d- lineup. I could see playing him in some tournaments just because of the low ownership and just to get a little bit of a different build. So I, I think I the numbers, he doesn't stand out nearly as good as Barrios or Darvish, but just from a contrarian standpoint, I think that you can play him, but that's, that's strictly it. If he's going to, if everyone's going to be owned similarly, don't, don't bother with Otani. Uh, What about the Toronto at bat or Toronto bats?
2: You know, I, I always play Toronto, you know, even if it's in a tough matchup, I mean, they're just so good. They can put up a ton of runs at any given time. So um, I certainly, definitely have interest especially on a small slate. So I mean, Springer has been absolutely crushing it. Vlad, I mean, is always doing great. Semyon Bichette, T. Oscar. You know, Corey Dickerson has been cheap. Um, they refused to raise him on FanDuel. He's been in price here for like a week or so. He's 3,100 on DraftKings. So um, he's a good way to, to get a piece of that Toronto game. So, you know, kind of looking at the top six of the order, definitely of interest in all of them.
1: Yep, right there with you. Fully agree. What about the other side with the Angels?
2: Um, I don't have a lot of sound. I, yeah, I'm just really not looking at the angels. I really like, you know, Brio. So, um, concentrating on him as a pitcher and I, yeah, I really don't, I don't have much interest in any of the angels.
1: Yep. Right there with you. Don't want to, Otani. You can't play him. I have no interest in anyone. Just right. in about it yep.
2: works. exactly.
1: Uh, what about let's move on to the next game here. we got the Padres going up against the diamondbacks. We have a nine total Darvish versus Widener. Start off with Darvish here. Is he your top spend up on the slate?
2: He is. Yep, I like him a lot. Um, you know, I just it, going against Arizona, that lineup just doesn't scare me. I I think he's in one of the better matchups that he's had in a while. So a lot of interest. I think he's yeah the top spend up on the slate.
1: Yeah, real simple analysis. Darvish good, Diamondbacks bad.
2: Yes, exactly. Thirty percent K rate. Yeah, I mean he's just yeah, it's a good matchup.
1: Yeah. What about Widener on the other side, a guy that struck out guys occasionally, but this is just a tough lineup.
2: It is. I have no interest. I mean, San Diego is my top stack um, on the slate, and so I I definitely have interest in those bats and no interest um, in Taylor.
1: Yep, right there with you. I think Padres are the top stack. Guessing you're full-on fading the Diamondbacks?
2: Yeah, full-on fade. Yep, exactly.
1: All right, let's get to the last game of the night. we got the Rockies going up against the Giants, Marquez going up against Webb. Let's we'll start off with Marquez here. Any interest in him?
2: I do like Marquez. Um, he has been playing, you know, really well this year. I mean, he's got a 25 and percent K rate, um, 2.04 ERA, um, 6,900, you know, so he's, pr- he's priced pretty reasonably too. So um, you've probably had a chance to, I don't know if you've been to some of the Rockies games or a chance to, to kind of look at him and such, but I think he's a, he's a fine pitching play.
1: Oh yeah, he's fantastic. I've played him for years and worked out on and off, but he's been so good this season. This price tag is just bad. I have a feeling. I don't know if he'll be the chalk because there's a four point six implied run total against, which I just think is bad. Like that's a bad line there.
2: It's a bad line. That's what I was going to ask you about that too, because I'm like that just doesn't feel right to me. So I, I think he's just a fantastic pitching play.
1: Yep, right there with you in in San Francisco at sixty degrees. Probably one of the biggest ballpark upgrades for a pitcher. In, in the league close, close to the best possible one. What about Webb over on the other side?
2: Um, you know, you could certainly, you could certainly make a case for him too. I mean, away from Coors field, um, you know, the Rockies just don't play as well. Um, you know, you could maybe pick a couple one-offs there, um, if you really wanted to and maybe play like a Blackman or something like that, but there, you know, I, I could definitely see playing, playing Logan Webb tomorrow.
1: Yeah. I think Webb's the pivot, uh, off of Marquez, if Marquez, I'm my plan is kind of to play whichever one of these two pitchers isn't chalky. Like, that, that's kind of what it is. And I'm expecting Marquez to be the lower owned of the two just because of the high total going up against him. Webb has statistically close to the same numbers um, as him, and he's been pitching pretty well recently. Rocky's obviously a much better matchup than the Giants. So Webb, I, if he's going to be chalky, I'll play Marquez but I expect Marquez is just like, it's a coin flip who I'd rather play between these two guys. Right. I have a slight lean towards Marquez. So it, with him being likely the lower owned guy, I think he's drastically the better off uh, option, even in a tougher matchup. Um, any interest in any bats in this game?
2: I really don't. Um, you know, and it, it's such a small slate, like you said, um, I just yeah it'd be it'd be hard to do like I said maybe if you pick off maybe a couple one-offs here and there I mean Charlie Blackman's been playing pretty well um you know you could throw a story or something like that in there too but not I'm definitely not targeting them if they happen to fit into my lineup I could make a case for it
1: yeah I don't think I'll play any Rockies San Francisco I feel like if Marquez for some reason does have a huge amount of ownership makes an interesting sure. game theory play because
2: yeah yeah no it does and and the Giants I mean they've they've surprised just a ton of people all year long and continue to just overperform and so yeah if if he's gonna be extremely chalky I mean it's the the Giants would definitely make a game good game theory pivot and a a good stack to target
1: yeah and you can actually like you can still I think you can make a Darvish Berrios Giant stack pretty easily I mean no one's priced over 4k except for Bryant just leave him out of the lineup
2: yeah yeah. I mean, Yastrzemski's 3900 I mean, that's crazy. You know, Belt is back in the lineup. Wade is 2900 Posey, 3800 Yeah, they are priced very, very cheap.
1: Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, let's just play the morning grind game and then get on out of here. We're going to use the main eight game slate. We'll start off pitcher over 8K or no, pitcher under 8K to get six or more strikeouts. Who you got?
2: I am going to go with Gonzalez.
1: Yeah, of course, that's the easy one. That's the only. I'm gonna go with. There's no one. There's I'll, I'll, say, I'll say Suarez. He can strike out some guys. He's not gonna go that late into the game, but I, I don't. I don't like it. It's just I was forced to pick it. Uh, pitcher over 8K to get 15 or less points. Who's your bust?
2: My bust is going to be Hendricks.
1: I like that. I'm gonna go with Eli Morgan going up against the Athletic. He's getting shelled. <laughs> uh hitter over 4k to hit a home run who's your expensive bomb
2: okay expensive bomb I'm going to go with I'm gonna go with a guy that you like too I'm gonna to go with Mullins
1: nice I'm gonna go with Matt Olson I'm gonna take the real easy one he's going the yard for sure hitter under 4k to get two or more hits who you got
2: I am going to go with um I'm going actually go with Hunter Renfro
1: I like that one a lot. I'm going with Austin Hayes, 2,700. This is my pick fairly often in this game. Uh, Stack to score five or more runs.
2: Stack to score five or more runs. I'm going to go with... I got to go with the Dodgers.
1: Nice. I'm going to go with the Orioles. All right. I need to... This room is way too hot. I need to go outside for a few minutes. So we got to get out of here. Thanks for joining me, Christy. Guys, good luck on your contest tomorrow. We're out of here. See you, kids.